Coming up on Tech Edge, it's iPads in middle school. Hi, my name is Guy Trannon. And I'm Amy Mancini. And this is Tech Edge. And we're going to talk about iPads in middle school. And Amy is here to walk us through some, some of the things they're using. So first, tell us how you got the iPad. OK, um, well, I teach uh, language arts at Columbus Middle School in Columbus, Nebraska. And at Christmas time, our district brought us all into the auditorium at the high school. Um, our superintendent came out dressed as Santa Claus and presented the entire district, all certificated staff members, with an iPad to use in their classrooms. Um, and then we promptly went off to iPad training with the people from Apple. So it was a wonderful second <laughs> semester. Yeah. OK, so what have you been using the iPads with? Well, um, right now, I have just my teacher iPad. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately, I don't have the ability to have every student have an iPad at the same time. So I've had to be really creative about how I can get my iPad yeah. into the student's hands um, one at a time to do small group work or to do individual activities. Um, I use the iPad a lot with our poetry unit that we did. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of really great poetry apps out there, and the kids enjoyed um, some of the different things that they could do. Mm -hmm. So um, do you want me to talk about some specific ones, maybe? Let's, or, okay. let's talk about some specific one around poetry. We did a session sure. about poetry. So if it's something we've talked about, we're going to keep it a little bit okay, shorter. Sure. But um, I think it's always good to talk about poetry. Sure, absolutely. Um, the favorite app for my students was actually just called Poetry. Um, it's created by the Poetry Foundation. And is this one that you guys talked yeah, about? Yeah, we it talked is. about it, but I think okay. it's worth talking about again. Great. So I'm what the kids that. loved about it was it has this um, feature that makes it feel like you're playing a game when you're searching for poetry. And so you have the opportunity to spin kind of like, you know, the roulette wheel or something, right? Um, so it's like the, the roulette wheel of poetry. And as you spin, it creates different categories and different groups for you. Um, so I have just come up with 39 poems on contentment and spirituality is the the, what it's spun for me. Um, what's also great about the app is not only do kids get to read the poems mm -hmm. um, and select from the list, but they can oftentimes listen to the author themselves read the poetry. Um, so at that point, for my struggling readers, they have access to poems that perhaps they would have passed by because they're too long or they look too complicated. Well, now they can listen to them. Yeah, um, and so and, it's been great. And what I find is, even my students at the college level, mm -hmm. sometimes when you ask them, why did you choose this poem? And their answer is, because it was short. So yeah. here's an opportunity to really engage with longer, more complex poems, even though they're kind of scary in print. And what my students, I thought, was, was interesting was when they heard how the author said the words, they got a different meaning out of the poem mm -hmm. than when they looked at it themselves because they didn't real. They're like, oh, those lines <laughs> go together, or I wouldn't have said it that way. Yep. And so we were able to have some conversations about how we all kind of bring our own stuff to what we read. Mm -hmm. So it was, a, it was a really great app to kind of be a conversation starter for a lot okay. of kids. Great. So, what else? Um, another great app is called Poems and Art. Mm -hmm. And this one 
allows kids to make connections between, really, it's, it's different types of text, right? So it's thinking about the art as a piece of text, mm -hmm. and then a poem that thematically connects with that piece of art. And they're set up in, um, in groups, and so you can, let me see if I can get one here so I can talk specifically. Okay, so this one really bunches them up, and we're mm -hmm. going to shift and just make sure that everybody else can share with it. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay. So this app is called Poetry. It's by the Poetry Foundation. And it has the ability, like I said before, to um, allow students to spin and search for in a uh, uh, No, theme. I'm spinning. Go for it. And so we have come up with grief and celebration, which is an interesting combination. Um, but it has given us 101 poems. Obviously, it's more common than you'd think. And so this one right here where it has the little icon to show that there is audio, if we click on that one, it will allow us to not only read the poem, but also to listen to it. The app that we're talking about is Poems and Art. And when you go into it, you can select various um, poets. And so if we were to select Lord Byron, for example, Everybody's favorite. Of course. Uh, it provides us with a poem and some art or architecture or photography that goes along with the theme of the poem. And sometimes there's additional poems with additional art. So here kids can connect mm -hmm. the words of the poem to the life of the poet Right. And to a piece of art that is linked to the topic. Right. In this case, mythology. Right, right. Um, the only thing about this app that you need to sort of um, perhaps be careful of or maybe preview ahead of time is that it's not always in English. So if the poet wrote in French, you are going to get a French poem, not a translation. Um, so Which for most middle school kids can be a problem. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so you just have to be careful. Of, uh, you might want to guide your students to which poets to, choose yeah. to select. Okay, excellent. And this is again? And this is again poetry and art. So um, another really great app mm -hmm. that my students loved, um, and they used it for book talks, they used it for summaries, and mm -hmm. they used it in small groups, yeah. um, is an app called Sock Puppets. And you are able to select two different characters. You are able to make them move around the stage, and their mouth moves in connection mm -hmm. with your mouth moving and you can give them different backgrounds and so forth and then what's great is that when you play it back it gives them these funny pop-up voices and things like that and <laughs> um, it's really entertaining the kids you know you would think that this would be very elementary like I, I kindergarten was that. right kindergarten first grade would love this seventh grade boys have <laughs> a hoot with this and all of a sudden kids that don't want to talk about books yeah. are okay with talking about books because it's fun and it's interactive and it's animation. Okay. So this is called? Sock Puppets. Sock Puppets. Mm -hmm. As simple as that. Yep. So this is Sock Puppet. And what do you do in this screen? With uh, this screen, you can select your characters. So you can decide who you want to be in your play. And then you can select where you want them to be. So let's pretend the uh, book took place in a clubhouse. 
Um, do you, if you need some additional scenery, perhaps, maybe a fence or a rock or a microphone? A tree. Sure. And now we have the two sock puppets that we selected, and you can see her mouth is moving along with me. If I just press the record button. Hello. Hello. Do you want to play today? I'm not sure. Oh, well, if you decide you want to play, you can come to my house later. Bye. Bye. So we can stop, and it creates our film, and then it should allow us to play it back. So this is called? This is called Sock Puppets. And, and it's good for? We used it for summarizing and also for book talks. I'd like to thank Amy for joining us today and showing us some things she's been using at uh, the middle school level because we often talk about how appropriate things are for elementary schools, but there are a lot of things that can be worked at all levels. And the other thing I'm really happy about is we talked about what do you do if you have only one iPad? Yes, you can use it even if you have only one, although it's much better if you have more. Right. And it's perfect if every student has his or her own. And so we've learned something. Great. And we'll see you next time on TechEdge.